Organization lightens low. Many hands make light work. You are listening to Saints in the South. Hi, welcome everyone. This is season two, episode 89. We are Saints in the South, representing Saints everywhere, and we are your source for gospel growth and good times. Whether you are watching on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast platform, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Saints in the South. You can also check out our website, saintsinthesouth.com, where you can leave a review and a rating. This week, we are in sections 106 through 108 uh, to have the heavens opened. Yes. And so I don't know about you, Marcus, but uh, I don't ever remember hearing of Warren. Who is that cat? I mean, you know, it's uh, sort of showing our hand here a little bit. I mean, I hate that. uh, (laughs) We're just showing that we're we're not the scholars that everybody thinks we are, because I know you all think we're absolute scholars. (laughs) No, they don't. No, okay, they don't. But anyway, what I'm getting to is, is that, uh, you know, honestly, I've never even noticed the name Warren A. Cowdery in here. And of course, it tells it at the top of the heading there. It's the older brother of Oliver Cowdery. Just another cool reason of, of yeah. really studying the Dr. Covenant. Absolutely. Like we're doing this year. Absolutely. So very, uh, pretty neat. A um, yep. little bit, a little bit of history, um, uh, background on, uh, on Oliver. I mean, on Oliver, on Warren. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was, he, 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 studying him made me think of my grandparents. Yeah. You know, they, they studied the gospel for six years before mm-hmm. they ever joined the church. Uh, Warren, he wasn't baptized until 1834. Right. So, uh, you know, he went several years as well. Uh, and I, I think I, I remember seeing where he had, he had actually told his brother, Oliver, he says, I wish I could have had the same witness as you. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I could understand that. I mean, it, you know, it's, you know, you hate to use the word jealousy or anything. I don't, I don't, I'm not attributing that to Warren. I don't, know of anywhere it says he is jealous or anything obviously but i could understand a younger brother that's right yeah all the things oliver has seen the amazing things oliver has seen or you know whatever and been step for step with joseph smith and everything that's happened so far and so yeah that's uh that would be a little bit uh i i, I could see where he's coming from yeah absolutely and then i think of the dynamic between Hiram right. and joseph you know younger brother receiving all the things and i mean I mean, I've, I've received my personal witness, but read yeah. about this history and all the, the personal witnesses that all over that Joseph, yeah. I mean, I would yeah. love to have had those same type of, Oh yeah, absolutely. Well. Absolutely. So, um, so this, you got some, some little yeah, bit of background I mean, on his a little background, uh, Warren desired, uh, for a preacher in the freedom area. That's where he was at. Um, he desired a, uh, a preacher of our order is what he told, uh, his brother. Um, he, in a, you know, a letter that he gave his brother, October, 1834, he expressed his willingness to be useful in the vineyard of the Lord and asked Oliver to inquire, what is the will of the Lord concerning me? Well, you know, obviously, uh, the following month, prophet Joseph Smith dictated this doctrine and covenants, this section 106, uh, he expressed his will for Warren Cowdery to be pre to be a preacher, to strengthen the members and build up the church in that area. So basically Warren reached out, says, I want to be useful um you know uh and i want you guys to send up a preacher to this area with you know an elder of the church to to strengthen this area in freedom well be careful what you ask for because uh you know they uh basically he was called they the lord called warren cowdery uh to preside over a branch of approximately 70 people there in freedom 
and uh, pretty much be that elder, that elder or that was, preacher that was to strengthen that area. So there you go. I yep. mean, uh, that's a, that's a classic, um, as a employee boss situation, yeah, the employee yeah. brings up a problem yeah. and he's like, that's, that's a good thought. Why don't you go ahead? And exactly. That that's exactly what it was. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um, and he was, he did that for about a year. I believe if I'm understanding correctly, he was, he, he did that calling for about a year and then was called as a clerk to the prophet Joseph Smith right. a- and, after he moved to, to yeah, Kirtland. Yeah, right. that's right. Yeah. After he moved to Kirtland. Right. right. Yep. And, uh, I believe he helped, uh, record some of the dedicatory prayer or, or he, he was the recorder of the yeah. dedicatory prayer of, of the Kirtland, Kirtland temple. temple. So, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and back then, or, or in that part of the country, again, they're in New York. So as people joined the church, yeah. uh, most of them would go ahead and travel on West as they were being called to, to, to right. gather as a, as a large body there in Kirtland and Missouri and so forth. Um, verse, uh, verse six to yeah. me was, was really the big verse, uh, in this one. And, uh, you think about an, an earlier verse, or early in the doctrine covenants where the Lord talks about how great shall be your joy. If you bring, but one, one soul. soul. And so, uh, verse, uh, verse Hicks, verse six in section one Oh six, it verse says six read, read by Hicks. That's right. <laughs> that's <what we're>, <laughs> says. And again, verily I say unto you, there was joy in heaven when my servant Warren bowed to my scepter and separated himself from the crafts of men. So this is in scripture now yeah. where the Lord has said yeah. how much joy there was yeah. for this one individual. Um, and it just makes me think about how most of us are worn calories. Right. Most members of the church don't, we'll never know about us. Right. We'll never know about you. And, uh, but you can guarantee as you live the gospel, as you exercise your faithfulness, that there is much joy in heaven. Yeah. And, so, and, and it's every time we make a good decision, every time we take a right path, every time we, you know, this wasn't Warren receiving his exaltation at this point. Right. This was merely that he decided to be baptized uh, and follow the Lord. So the the everyone rejoiced and was like, yes, you know, here we go. And it, and so it just makes you wonder, like, man, how many times has maybe perhaps heaven cheered for me? You know right. what I mean? And I can promise you, it's many times, not just for me. I'm talking about for everybody they, but for they you though i mean well, I, that's, that, that, yeah that's I mean, and that's it's com- it's comforting to know that to know that we have and i think it was jeffrey r Allen as as usual that always says you know heaven is cheering you on it's true i that's right here it just it just tells us so yeah and it, and it also just one last thought on that um you know because we've read in the scriptures as well here in the dark covenants how the heavens wept right or the lord wept right. um and just experiencing all those, emo- those emotions are real. You yeah. know, when, when, when sad things are happening, yeah. bad things are happening. Then when, when great things are happening, fully happens. invested, yep. they're fully invested in our lives. That's right. Uh, the Lord's fully invested. Those, those around him, um, and those of our ancestors yeah, right. fully, yep. fully invested. Exactly. So, so yeah, they all, the, the scripture I liked was four and five, uh, talking about, uh, it says, and again, verily I say unto you, the coming of the Lord draweth nigh and it overtakes the world as a thief in the night. Therefore, gird up your loins that you may be the children of light and that the day shall not overtake you as a thief. Um, so the, both the Savior and the Apostle Paul compared the second coming of Christ to the unexpected arrival of a thief. Um, in Revelation uh, 106, it talks about what we just talked about, and it says for us to be children of light. Um, you know, you think of a thief coming in the middle of the night, 
it's going to be unexpected. You're, you're not expecting someone to break into your home or something of that nature. Uh, doesn't sound very pleasant. Um, and I don't think it's supposed to be unpleasant when the Lord returns, not for those that are righteous, obviously, but, uh, for a lot of people, it will be like a thief in the night. They won't even recognize it. They won't notice it. It'll be just all of a sudden they're like, Whoa, I'm caught off guard. Well, we're to be children of light. Um, for those of us that have been honored and privileged to be able to find the gospel and to have the fullness of the gospel in our lives. Um, we are to be children of light in such a way that we prepare and help others. We think of us being a light. We shine the light for others in our community, in our schools, in our job area, work areas, whatever. Um, and so we are to be children of light. And that's the way that we can basically, I think D. Christopherson said, I'm sorry, Elder Craig C. Christensen said, uh, you know, as children of light, we have the obligation of making this world a holier and happier place for having lived in it. Uh, so that's, that's our task, right? You know, be children of light, shine the way for others, be a watchman, you know, on the tower and, you know, which is a, and we've talked about it off camera here, which is a kind of a, a small goal that, 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 that we have here, yeah. um, and doing this podcast, helping kind of sh- yeah. share light, share good, uh, share yeah. truth and so yes, forth. So. Share truth, is, you, know. you know, but, uh, one of the, uh, you know, I thought of a little of a analogy with the thief in the night thing, yeah. um, shout out to, uh, local security uh company here security blanket security blanket you guys have seen charlie before that's that's been on the podcast a couple of times that's that's his business business. that's right exactly so uh people that have security systems uh security alarms security cameras when the thief of night does come yeah you know the alarm system alerts the uh the homeowner right yeah and so i think of president nelson's words when he has said that you know we're going to have to be close to the spirit yeah. living in these last days and so that that's what i think about kind of the correlation you know if we're following the spirit we're, we will be aware of of what path we need to be on um, mm-hmm. of the decisions we need to be making and also more aware of what satan is trying to do right. to us right. so. i like that it's true um section uh section 107 yep um the with he with this section here, you know, part of it was recorded a few years earlier, um, but wasn't included. I guess the 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 rest of it was recorded here at, at this time, uh, or received at this time, and then. But it made me think of the difference between priesthood yeah. and then priesthood organization. Yeah, you know, we know that the Joseph and and the brethren and everything had received the Aaronic priesthood, had received the uh, Melchizedek priesthood. But the church has continued to grow, and in order for it to be a, really a, a worldwide religion, you have to have that organization. Yeah. And so that's what the Lord reveals here uh, a good bit of setting up the actual organizations and, and mm-hmm. quorums of the of the priesthood. So, yeah, it's a pretty good, pretty good section there. Just uh, like you say, learn about the organizations right on down to bishoprics and and things like that. I like main thing that stood out to me is just how they really called out the three. Uh, basically uh, presiding councils over the church. Um, uh, basically the first presidency quorum of the 12 and the, the 70 um, and saying that they're equal in authority. Um, but really what that means is uh, only if they're without one. Uh, in other words, if there's no first presidency, then the quorum of the 12 is equal to the authority that the first presidency had. Right. right? Uh, but the first presidency presides over all these at the time. So if there was no first presidency, then the quorum of the 12 would preside 
if there was no first presidency or quorum the 12 for whatever weird reason that would be you'd hope that would never happen then then it would be the 70 that would that would preside and, and be over uh and, and it's just it just goes to show the organization of the lord and how well thought out everything is you think about the democ or the uh the yeah uh united states our democracy the the, the way that it's set up with obviously it's not ran by some very great people these days. And I'm not trying to be political here. I'm talking about both sides of the aisle, uh, some not great people there, right. you know, and there are some good people too, but, um, you know, it's, it's set up in a way that's checks and balances and, you know, and so the Lord, you know, it's, it's very good at organizing, organizing these things. And, uh, and it's really showing the organization here of how things work and, I really and it's, like it. it's, it's needed. I mean, yeah, to, absolutely. To, to, to be an effective, yeah religion effective church yeah you, um, you have you know, to have some order that's right obviously yeah. and uh so i think about uh, uh hurricane ida right oh, yeah. this recently yeah. hit uh, yep. uh louisiana and everything right you know the amount of people that that the church that the brethren send yeah down there they're able to do that mm -hmm. because they're because they're they're organized yeah um yeah and that's and he's you know elder uh harding yep uh, he's over all this Southeastern area and stuff, which is where all the, I won't say all the hurricanes, but most of the majority of hurricanes for the nations around this area. And, uh, he had a lot on his plate. You could tell at the, at the conference, yeah, state he, conference that's he, right. he, he mentioned it a couple of times, not overbearingly, but just mentioned a couple of times it was on his mind and, and rightfully so it's his right. responsibility. And, and, uh, but the thing I love about this talking about organization and things is that it's not just on him, right? I mean, it is ultimately he's at that part of the, you know, where the road hits and this and that, or whatever you want to call it, but he's got people helping him. He's right. got, he's got other, uh, you know, obviously state presidents and, and actually with my calling and my small part that I'm allowed to, to try to help with, um, uh, is in the high council. I'm over the disaster relief, you know, emergency, uh, um, relief and disaster they threw you right in there yeah they, they got me right it's the one nobody wants it's the it's the it's the, it's the assignment nobody wants in the high council uh and i take it wholeheartedly i'm ready to go uh just like warren cowdery here i am you know i asked for it and i didn't ask for it but uh but anyway so that's uh you know the organization right organization lightens low many hands make light, light work. work yeah that's good and that's such a true true statement um uh, you know, and, and the Lord lays it out in one Oh seven, right. You know, so a lot of work to be done, a lot of work still be still left to be done yeah. in the millennium. You, you, you're going to have to have some organization. And so it's, it's been established and it'll be even more perfected during the millennium as well. So. That's right. So section, uh, section 108, 108. um, it kind of, uh, hit home a little bit i've got a, a personal experience to share we got uh, as a revelation given to lyman sherman lyman sherman and uh he had been been prompted and inspired to basically show up at the prophet's doorstep yeah. and and let him know saying hey i'm, I'm needing needing your guidance needing your counsel needing a revelation yeah. uh for whatever reason he was not able to to let go to maybe feel the uh, get the receive the full comfort yeah. of knowing that he had been forgiven of sins or transgressions. Um, but, uh, as a, as a Bishop had a, a similar experience yeah. with someone that, uh, asked to, to meet with me and they come in and, and we sat down and started talking and, uh, they had met with a, with a 
previous bishop in another area right. where they had gone through the repentance process and everything. And uh, again, Satan was kind of creeping in there and just bringing up the guilt Dredging and so forth. That's right. Yeah. And so they, they wanted, they weren't feeling like they had been fully forgiven. Mm. And so I asked basically, you know, two questions, you know, did you fully divulge or reveal everything yeah, right. to, to, to your bishop? And then they had, and then the other thing was, you know, have you, have you had, have you kind of diverted back to old habits and yeah. uh, or old situations and so forth? And, uh, and they said, and they said they had not. And so being able to sit there in that Bishop's chair and, and let them know that they had been forgiven, yeah. uh, truly forgiven, uh, was a, what well, was a blessing for me. Right. And, and I hope that they, they received it the, the same way and were able to, uh, to, to leave, leave the office that day feeling, uh, fully forgiven and everything. Yep. So verse two is what you're referring to. Therefore, let your soul be at rest concerning your spiritual standing and resist yes. no more my voice. As I read that you could easily, uh, you know, uh, sort of put this in perspective of, of like this, you know, let, let your soul be at rest. You know, let me, I'm going to forgive you of your sins and, and don't, and now you can stop not listening to me. Uh, you know, it's not really that. I think it's more of like what you're saying. He probably had something that was already taken care of or, or whatever. And he's like, you know, let your, let your soul be at rest concerning those things. Like you're saying, you know, right. and, and resist no more my voice. In other words, I've told you time and time again, or I'm trying to tell you that you're, you're done. Yeah, That's yeah, done. Yeah, yes, it's yes, done. Yes, Don't care just of. listen, listen to me. And, and the voice could have been from his Bishop. It could have been from his local leader whoever it was that, you know, whatever could have been the voice of the Lord himself, you know, that told him, but, or whatever, but Satan wants us to resist those voices, right? Those voices, the voices of our leaders, the voices, a great, uh, video, Henry B. Iron just put it out, uh, it's him and it's how I hear him, you know, and it's a great one. I think there's actually a newer one today is the Dr. Christopherson, yeah. I think, but anyway, the, the one we're hearing Henry B. Iron, um, he said the way that he hears the voice of the Lord, a lot of times is through those that are close to the Lord. Um, it's just, you know, it's not new doctrine, but when he said it, I was like, oh, that just, that's so refreshing to think about. It's true. You know, your Bishop, your, your, whoever, your mother and father, whoever it is, that you know are good people and that are close to the Lord, if they tell you something or give you instruction or whatever it is, it's the same as coming from the Lord. It, it is. It's 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 a good thing. So, you know, if somebody is telling you that you're fine and like in a bishop or something that has that authority, obviously, uh, listen to it right. and, and believe it believe, because it's yeah. coming from the Lord, you know, yeah, and, and move on, yeah. you know, what's that book, uh, believe, believing Christ, not, uh, and it makes that point of not, not, don't just believe in Christ, but believe, believe Christ. Christ. That's right. Yeah, so. that's exactly right. Um, and then just the last verse that I love, therefore strengthen your brethren in all your conversation and all your prayers and all your exhortations and in all your doings. Um, and that's just, straightforward there's nothing to read in i mean it's right there right. we should always strengthen others especially when we know we've been strengthened and maybe we've taken care of things now the lord wants us to now go out and help others feel good and honestly the more that you do that the more you go out and serve others and strengthen others yeah it's harder for satan to dredge up that past that you've had that you've already taken care of because now you're you're not focusing inward you're focusing outward no and reaching outward to others. And so that's, that's a, 
Yep. That's the formula right there and, to overcome those things, to get that stuff out of you after you repented to leave it behind. You know and, what I mean? And to that point, verse eight, and behold and lo, I am with you to bless you and deliver you forever. That's right. That's right. So, so. All right, there you go. Episode 89 in the books. Until next time, y'all keep on striving. Mm-hmm.